We need a new tagline. I think we're going to move on from Canada's daytime sports talk show. My mind immediately went to North America's daytime sports talk show, and it's just too long. From my cousin Christine in Sports Talk for Everyone, Andrew Miller watching on YouTube says, The daytime sports talk show. That's it. Frank Limaker is watching in Airdrie, Alberta, and he writes and he says, How about the premier Can-Am sports talk show? How about that? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Another beautiful day in sunshiny South Florida. Daytime sports talk is on the air. It's the RP Show. And I hope you're ready to have some fun because I know I am over the next two hours. Producer Clark's going to have to inform me when the moose has jumped back into his chair because you always love, you always love when the credits are opening. Not the credits, the intro is rolling and they're like, your, your co-host has just taken off. <laughs> like, okay, uh, I think I can handle it. Um, by the way, coming up on the program today. Oh, he's back. Hey, Moose, you're on. I've been wiki, here the wiki. whole time. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm supposed <laughs> to believe. Are you ready to have fun? Always. First thing out of the shoot. If you go to Don's Instagram now, there's a poll on he should shave the or get rid of it here in the Christmas holiday season. I voted for keeping it. What's the poll at right now? It was uh, 53% saying keep it. I'm going to check. Let's verify this here. Um, it was uh, in favor of keeping Here we go. 54% say keep it on the Instagram poll on my Instagram page. So we'll, well see. More than anything, I think, uh, what does your mom say? Let's, yeah, I know, right? Let's leave it to She mom. hasn't weighed in yet. Mandy in Edmonton's watching, and she says, I've gotten used to the stash now. I'm okay with it until Christmas, if needed. Okay. Just, just putting it out there. Maybe that should be the poll question tomorrow. Uh, and Darren watching in Salt Lake City, Utah. Darren Workman says, good morning from Salt Lake. Finally snowing. So, uh, hey, I'll be waiting a long time for it to be snowing down here, uh, by the way, in beautiful South Florida. So we are completely out of order today. And, yeah, it sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Coming up on the program, Andrew Hustler-Patterson from Winnipeg Sports Talk. We're going to talk Grey Cup, Bombers, and Winnipeg Jets, who visit the Seattle Kraken tonight. And also live from the 108th Grey Cup, Sportsnet's Arash Badani. He's coming your way in hour one. But the hockey fans are really going to love the warm-up here right now. Can you please fire the quick six show horn? Director Jordan, let's hope that's working. Is that working? It's working. It's working. <laughs> And actually, before we go any further, the poll question today for Capital Auto Mall is, which I've spent an inordinate amount of time thinking about this, the greatest Vince Vaughn movie of all time is dot, dot, dot. The options that I came up with were dodgeball, old school, wedding crashers, or other. And I don't, I think it's too early in the show to, um, we don't have a big enough sample size to give you the results just yet. My votes for old school, I can tell you right now, Moose's vote is for old school. Yeah. Yeah, that one line just popped into my head, Moose, the one that we can't even say on the air. <laughs> so it should be fun throughout the program today yeah. on daytime sports talk. Yeah. Boom. That's the way it is, the RP show. So number one, NHL from Wednesday, Mackenzie Blackwood made 25 saves in the New Jersey Devils, snapped a four-game skid, and sent the reeling Philadelphia Flyers to their 10th straight loss, 3-0 Wednesday night. Cut a hot made 24 saves for the Flyers, who fell to 0-2 under interim coach Mike Yo. I've got thoughts. I'm not, not just going to sit here and read the scores and what went down here in the one-timers. i got some thoughts on the Flyers. i got some thoughts on the Oilers because some viewers have 
written in specifically asking about that, and I got good takes. But I just want to tell you what happened last night. Logan O'Connor scored twice in a 22-second span in a five-goal second period in Colorado. Snapped New York's seven-game winning streak, 7-3 in MSG. I watched that one. And I can tell you, you don't have the opportunity in Canada to watch NHL Network. That Brian Lawton is a handsome guy. Rangers defenseman Jacob Truba had a goal and an assist and delivered a crushing check in a second straight game. One night after appearing to drive his right shoulder into the chin of Chicago's Juju Kara, sending the Blackhawks forward to the hospital and into concussion protocol, Truba hit Nathan McKinnon with a shoulder check midway through the second period. The Avalanche's Gabriel Landeskog immediately dropped his gloves and squared off against Truba. Did everybody see it? And did you see Truba's comments afterwards? He was like, I was okay with the hit. I was okay with having to fight for it. I'm okay with everything. That was from Truba. Frankly, I didn't think the hit was that bad. You just, I guess, have to remember whom he hit. We'll come back on that one. Uh, JT Miller scored the shootout winner, giving Vancouver a 2-1 victory over Boston. The Canucks winger patiently outweighed goalie Jeremy Swayman and tucked a shot in behind his right skate. Bo Horvat also scored in the shootout for the Canucks, who are 2-0 under Gabby. And Mark Stone had two goals, and Max Pacioretty scored the winner as the Vegas Golden Knights, Canada's team, defeated the Dallas Stars 5-4 Wednesday night. Vegas won its third in a row while bringing an abrupt end to the Dallas Stars' seven-game win streak. So I have some NHL thoughts before I move on to some other scintillating topics here, Moose. Uh, number one, George Bowles Club writing us on Twitter last night saying the Vegas Golden Knights have a goaltending issue and they're not going anywhere. Uh, my first thought on that is, hey, we won. Uh, that's good enough in Edmonton <laughs> when they're winning 8-7. So what, what do you mean? Uh, I wouldn't have chosen Robin Leonard over Marc-Andre Fleury, but who the hell am I? I'm just sitting here yapping it up on the yak box every day. I'm not an NHL general manager. And Marc-Andre Fleury cooked his own goose, as we all know, in Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Conference Final last year. So Robin Leonard's what you see. Robin Leonard's what you get. Deal with it. Um, by the way, goaltending isn't necessarily... Goals against is not a goalie stat. Goals against is a team stat. I saw somebody somewhere asking if the Philadelphia Flyers' problems were on the goalie or are they on the team. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I came to an NHL market, to be able to watch this stuff with my own eyes. And the Philadelphia Flyers were playing so terribly as a team, and I think anybody can see that. Doug Armstrong was here the other night, the GM of the Olympic team. He can see. Mm -hmm. Also the GM of the St. Louis Blues, that Carter Hart isn't necessarily the problem of the Philadelphia Flyers. And while we're here, Darren, you said somebody wrote into the our Facebook page yesterday asking my thoughts on the Oilers' three-game win streak. Or, sorry, three-game losing streak. Do you remember the viewer's name? Not off the top of my head. I could look it up. That's that's okay because okay. you told them to watch today. That's right. So here's my take on the on the Edmonton Oilers. Okay, and it's really not that hard to figure out. I think part of the reason with Oilers fans is that they are right in the middle of the forest and they cannot see the trees. And I read a really good article, by the way, on the Oilers' struggles, if you will, in the Edmonton Journal about how they've got nine players over the age of 30. Um, Ken Holland, way back in the springtime, said, this is the way I'm constructing the team. If you look at the teams that win the Stanley Cup every year, there's a lot of guys with gray in their beard. It was a direct quote from, from Ken Holland, the general manager of the Oilers. 
they're still coming together. It's not even Christmas yet. I know we've passed U.S. Thanksgiving, but I think the orders are a lot like the Dallas Cowboys, my Dallas Cowboys. We know they're good enough. We know they're going to be in the playoffs. Let's just fine-tune. Let's tinker and stay healthy more than anything because let's remember that Mike Smith is still not playing. Number one problem with the orders is goaltending, and that's not the goals against stat. That's just goaltending overall. Again, the other night against Minnesota, they were down 111 into the game. Notice what I did there, Moose? 111. The Wild opened the scoring. Miko Koskinen's got to pull his head out of his ass. But at this point, he's not pulling his head out of his ass because he can't. So you all think that Mike Smith is going to be the next Grand Fuhr? I say, I say good on you. But they augmented the roster with, obviously... Duncan Keith and Cody Cece and Zach Hyman. It's a good team. Just because they've lost three in a row doesn't mean you're going to flush the whole season down the damn toilet. They're still kind of figuring out who they are. And Connor McDavid said, thank God we built up this great lead. Think about this was the greatest start in franchise history at 9-1. and one, And now they're wondering what's wrong with the orders because they've lost three in a row. So my case is this. There's nothing wrong with the Edmonton orders that goaltending can't fix. They're still figuring each other out, and they'll be fine because they'll be in the playoffs, and that's when they need to peak. Not like last year where they got swept by the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> okay, that's my take. Moose, yours? That's good. That's good. That's good. I, I'll always say, hey, be patient. You know, you can't mm-hmm. be a prisoner of the moment. You know, and let one good game think that your team's instantly a cup contender and let one bad game instantly make you think that they're not. It happens in every sport. And I think patience is important. I think you're right. They haven't had Mike Smith, and he was playing pretty good at the start of the season. Um, Goaltending will be probably the biggest concern down the stretch and into the playoffs, and they've got a lot of time to address that. But you're right. This is a much better team than it was last year. They're a good hockey team. And they'll be fine. Don't worry about a little three-game slide. Everybody goes through this. Right. Now, you could say, hey, just be patient and relax. And they don't always come out of a tailspin. But but what I'm telling you is the Oilers will because they're a very good hockey team. It's nothing that goaltending can't fix. But Ken Holland has clearly made the decision that these are the guys that he wants. Mm -hmm. So let's see how it all plays out. Similar to the Calgary Flames, when people asked earlier on in the season if they were for real, what did I say? They're for real. Yeah. And that was before they were first place in the West. Anyways, moving on. Point two. And what in what I would call the game of the night. Moose designated it last night. Great job, Moose. Thank you. Gage Alexander made 34 saves. However, the Edmonton Oil Kings capitalized on the power play with three PP goals in a 3-2 win over the Winnipeg Ice. Simon Kubacek, Josh Williams, and Caden Gooley did the goal scoring for the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings who finished the night three for four on the peeps. Nolan Orzek and Skyler Bruce replied for the ice, who remained four points ahead of the Oil Kings. Why am I reading junior hockey results? Because it was the battle of the top two teams in Canada in the entire Canadian Hockey League, and Edmonton won in Winnipeg. I looked up the attendance, by the way. Wayne Fleming Arena was sold out. Bravo. So when Hustler Patterson joins us coming up later on in hour one, we can talk about how Winnipeg, Ice are really ga- garnering the attention of that city. Uh, by the way, in his final game before heading off to Hockey Canada's World Junior Selection Camp, Connor Bedard led God's team, the Regina Pats, to their 10th victory of the season thanks to a three-point night in a 4-2 win over the struggling 
Medicine Hat Tigers. They have lost 16 in a row, Medicine Hat. But I thought I would squeeze in what Connor did. Connor 2.0. Yeah. People have been writing in asking um, how I feel about the Arizona Coyotes. Here we go. I told you the hockey fans would really love the warm-up. The football fans are going to love the next segment. The Arizona Coyotes could be looking for a new home sooner than expected. The city of Glendale informed the team that it intends to lock the Coyotes out of Gila River Arena by December 20th. If all outstanding debts to the city and the management company for the arena are not paid, Glendale City Manager Kevin Phelps sent a letter to the Yotes on Wednesday informing the team they owe $1.3 million, including $250,000 to the city. The Coyotes said in a statement Wednesday night, We've already launched an investigation to determine how this could have happened. And the initial indications are that it appears to be the result of an unfortunate human error. Oh, no. (laughs) I had a guy write me today. He says, "Uh, come on, man. I I work in collections. This guy from a bank wrote me. You don't get to a point where you're being locked out of the building without multiple chances to rectify the situation. Smells of a cover-up slash damage control big time. He says, I look forward to your thoughts on the show today. When these guys bought the team, I said, this is a grease fire. This is hell in the handbasket. You think they've had tough times in Arizona before. This is going to be worse than ever. This is exactly what happened. And I had Coyotes fans writing me going, no, 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 Rod, you don't understand. You're just a talk show host up there in the Great White North. You don't know anything. This owner, he owns a bunch of casinos in the Valley. He's got more money than God. He's fine. I don't care whether you do or you don't. Pay your damn bills. Operate with class and tact. How bad does this look? So you got billions of dollars. Great. You're not paying your bills on the money that's owed. It's a joke. So when they say, oh, they're not leaving the Valley. They got all kinds of money. Darren, we only got 60 seconds, but I'm just not surprised. But people are telling me that I don't know what I'm talking about. So I just say, okay, okay, I don't, I don't. And in a year or two, when I'm proving that I'm right, I hope you come back and realize what I was saying at the time. Your take on the coyotes being locked out of their barn. It's a mess. And and doesn't matter how much money you have, you know, you want to do a, you know, what's responsible, you know, manage your debt load, um, do what's right for the business. And if they're overspending, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but you're right. Where you hit the head on, you know, the nail on the head was where, this isn't the first time, you know, line of communication. It's like, oh, my gosh, what? You know, you have conversations. You discuss different options. You look at ways out of it. You understand, okay, why are we in this position? Well, we were doing A, B, C, and D, and these things didn't happen that we thought would happen. Our revenues didn't grow, you know. So you're usually, you know, trying to work together to find a solution. This doesn't look like anybody's trying to work together or one side's tried and the other side refuses. So it's ugly, it's bad, and it's not going anywhere good anytime soon. No, that group in Arizona seems shady to me from the jump, and this is just further proof. But again, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't feel like I'm done on this, but we have to take our first break. Ball for all when we come back. Great Cup stuff. We got a great Thursday nighter tonight. We'll update the poll. You're watching the RP show on the Game Plus Television Network. Daytime sports talk. Also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. 